You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand ghost? Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Vinegar Nation Radio Podcast Network. Now, I feel like every pod this season has gone kind of increasingly off the rails because of how poorly the team's doing. And looking at the upcoming schedule, and that's going to be the, kind of be the focus today. I'm recording this early, early Thursday morning, getting after it. We'll actually have two pods recorded today. I'll have this and the great odds and end zones with my boy Zoe coming up later. I think that one will probably be dropping Thursday, and then mine maybe Friday. Not sure, but if you like from the bleachers, you'll definitely like odds and end zones more because I'll probably get annoying after a little bit, and then Zoe's there to balance me out because he's much cooler than I am. But did my whole pod last week trying to amp myself up for Dallas week, even though the Eagles were facing mounting injuries, I didn't know what the vibe check was. The Eagles go down there, just get decimated. And that really was putting all the playoff losses aside because the Eagles have had infamous playoff losses during my lifetime, during the 21st century, even even going before everything that happened last the last century. And that that's up there as one of the worst Eagles losses I've ever seen for it's and it's circumstantial, just a week three loss that's by 20 points isn't necessarily on its own, a merit for that conversation. But when you get the opponent, the Cowboys, the way I've talked about the Cowboys all last week, the way the radio has talked about the Cowboys all last week, how the Eagles fans themselves get amped up for Dallas week, that stings. The fact that it's game three for the Jalen Hurts slash Nick Sirianni are, they performed super-duper well in week one, kind of crashed back down to earth in week two, and then uh, they both, both Jalen and Nick, had their worst performances of their young careers this past week and because it's Dallas because that was a chance to go in first place in division and in a weird way that that one loss seems to have completely changed the trajectory and the narrative around this Eagles season and I can't blame people whether it's myself or other media members or fans for thinking that it was a monumental pivot point in this season because going up 2-1 you're in the division lead the Eagles don't play another divisional game until November 28th that was their one divisional game. That was their chance to go up in the division before they had this brutal, this gauntlet stretch. And I don't even know if it's going to really matter what their division record is at the end of the year because of how poorly they could go. They could fare. And I think there could be some one, some wins in this stretch, but it's going to be tough. And I don't know. The, the Dallas loss stuck so bad. Man. It sucks so bad. Had a great time, though. We were down at Pistola's Del Sur in South Philadelphia. Brought in past Shunk. Love the people there. Shout out to Casey Parker, everyone out there who helped us put that together. Had a good showing there with Eagles fans. 
Uh, had some of my you know, Twitter buddies. BLG was there, obviously, doing some blogging and reporting. And it was a really nice time, though. Obviously, the game didn't really go the way we wanted to. It was nice to kind of drown our sorrows out with some, some cold ones. Ate a bunch of those fried plantains that I like to get from there. Those were awesome and had some buffalo cauliflower bites, too. And then I was crushing this uh, this Captain Lawrence beer lager. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really into the... The names and th- that type of stuff, but kind of a classic light beer, I think, and it was it was pretty good. But the what I wanted to get to is this stretch coming up for the Eagles from week four to week eleven. Week twelve, the Eagles play the Giants. That's the November twenty eighth game. That's when the schedule kind of flips, and they have five divisional games left: two against Washington, two against New York, one against Dallas in week eighteen. So they already played Dallas once, and then in week. 13, they have a bye in week 14. Week 13, they play the Jets at Midlands, which should be another, theoretically, an easy win. But these next games, come on, how many got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight games right here. It's kind of brutal. There was a, when I was in high school, there was a Spider-Man storyline running an amazing Spider-Man called The Gauntlet. And... Essentially, all these villains were teaming up and they were just kind of crushing Peter Parker week after week in the comics, whether it was the Lizard or Electro or the Rhino or the Green Goblin, all these people just going after Peter and Peter like crazy, trying to absolutely break him before Craven the Hunter came to take him down for good. Obviously, it didn't happen. Let's run through this. So the Eagles are at 1-2. and two. Could have been at 2-0. and oh. Didn't deserve to win the Dallas game in the slightest, so could have been 2-0 after that 49ers game. They could have won that. Could have, should have, would have. Definitely had no chance to win that Dallas game. So here we go. We've got week four. This Sunday, home versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are 1-2. and two. And you're thinking, oh, they're 1-2. and two. The Eagles are 1-2. and two. Chiefs have been in the last two Super Bowls. Chiefs are coming off a couple tough losses. And there is no greater bounce-back game opportunity for the Chiefs, then to come to Philadelphia, Andy Reid's old stopping grounds, and play against an Eagles team that are licking their wounds right now after getting embarrassed on Monday Night Football on a short week, on a short week. Not looking good there. I think that could be a, a devastating loss. I haven't felt this poorly for an Eagles game since week four last year, which was when the Eagles went to San Francisco for Sunday Night Football. And they actually beat the 49ers. I thought they were going to get smoked that game. They were playing against the team that had lost the Super Bowl the year prior, much like the Chiefs have last year. Uh, But I don't expect that situation. I think the line opened up, or the early line last week before the Eagles even played. The Cowboys was minus six and a half. I think this is, I think this could be a 20-point loss. I'm going out of the stadium. I'm trying to keep my expectations low. I'm trying to have a good time. You know, Eagles do a couple nice things. Jalen Hurts has a couple nice plays they can build off of. That's fine. I'm not a I'm not a moral victory guy, but you have to take any positives you can get out of that Chiefs game because they're they just seem to be so overmatched. And because I'm complaining and so nervous, that means they're probably going to win, right? So we have that Chiefs game, not looking good. I think back to also the Eagles played the Bucks at the link in 2015, and they lost 45-17. Doug Martin, muscle hamster himself, had like 235 or so rushing yards, something crazy like that. And they just got demolished. And I think a similar situation presented itself on Sunday. Again, because I'm saying this, they'll probably win. Week five, 
And before this season, I'm looking at this week five game and saying, well, that's a guaranteed win. Eagles are going down to Carolina to play the Panthers. Panthers are 3-0 and right now. Have they played a bunch of great teams? No, but they are 3-0, and and the Eagles are 1-2. and Sam Darnold looks good. Matt Rules is the great head coach. Joe Brady, awesome play caller. They got tons of skill position players. Yes, yes, Christian McCaffrey is hurt, but Chuba Hubbard, I think he can be pretty good. Rookie running back. Week six, and whew. Buccaneers come to Philadelphia. Thursday night of football, the Bucs are 2-1. and one. They lost to L.A., Los Angeles Rams this past week. But the Rams look pretty darn good, don't they? The greatest player of all time comes to Philadelphia. I've actually never seen Tom Brady play in person before. Uh, maybe in like a uh, preseason game, but never in the regular season. Uh, the Eagles uh, played the Patriots in 2019 in Philly. Uh, but I wasn't in Philly for that game. I had a wedding down in Florida. So I missed that game in person. So I've never seen Brady in person. I've never seen Mahomes in person either. So go on these next two games. I'm going to see literally the two goats and the Eagles will probably lose by combined 47 points in those two games. But it'd be nice to tell my kids or my nephews. I don't have any. Why would I say nephews? I don't have any brothers or sisters and neither does Ashley. So why would I say that? I don't know. Big Mike's kids. I'll call them. I'll say I'm their uncle, whatever. And uh, that game looks like it could be a bloodbath too. We've seen the Buccaneers, as I said, in, week, in 2015 came here and smacked the Eagles. Obviously a completely different team. And then I always have – the way I I hope Eagles fans and the Eagles live rent-free in the minds of Minnesota Vikings fans, and I love torturing them for the rest of my existence. I feel like if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a strong enough fan base and online presence, they could easily do that to me because of the 2002 NFC Championship game in week, and week one of the 2003 season, the first game at Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, it's not going to be a good one, that game. Thursday night football, you know, prime time. Maybe the Eagles go with their all-black uniform look that game. I could see that happening. But, you know, Brady, that offense, that defense, not looking good. Week seven. The Eagles having uh, some extra rest because they're coming off a Thursday night game. They go to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. The Raiders, again, a, a game earlier before the season started, I might have said that's a pretty winnable game. The Raiders are 3-0 and right now. John Gruden, looking like a good coach right now. I'm not sure about the 10-year contract that he got, but looking okay right now. And the Eagles conceivably could drop these next three games. Uh, Kansas City, Carolina, and Tampa Bay. I bet they they won at least one. Whether that's the Carolina game that seems more winnable or they just pull something out of their butts and they win one of these Chiefs-Bucks games. Could happen, probably not, but I see them being two and four. Somehow, some way, in this stretch. But if they're one and five, if they drop these three games, a one and five team going on the road to Las Vegas – that seems like a recipe for disaster. This team's getting kicked in the nards, and they're down one to five, one win, five losses, and they're going to Vegas. None of these guys have ever played a game in Vegas before. Obviously, Vegas, a very, very enticing city. That doesn't seem like a recipe for success, now does it? That could be a little rough. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What else we got? Week 8. Oh, my God, Week 8. Thank God for Week 8. Eagles, Halloween, go to Detroit to play Lions on three. They don't win that game. Just stop watching the rest of the season. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Download it. Subscribe. Give a five-star review. But you can stop watching the games if they lose that game. Week nine, Eagles come back to Philly, play the Los Angeles Chargers, who beat the Chiefs last week, Justin Herbert, looking like he's on the path to becoming one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Four o'clock game, so you don't even get the advantage of a West Coast team coming East Coast to play a 1 p.m. game. That game's at four. That ain't too good. And week 10, another game similar to Las Vegas and Carolina that before the season, I would have envisioned being a very winnable game for the Eagles. And again, it still may be. But they go to Denver to play the Broncos, who are 3-0 right now. Broncos defense pretty good. Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not a Teddy Bridgewater believer, but he's been playing pretty good right now. They, they, uh, they lost K.J. Hamler for the season. Uh, Jerry Judy's hurt in Denver. So they are missing a couple of skill guys, but they're deep. Cortland Sutton's really good. They got a couple core running backs there. Um, they could give the Eagles problems defensively, and you know the Denver defense is good. We'll see. We'll see. That game, it's scary, though. I thought that was a game that – if things are going differently, maybe I would have gone to a road trip and went to Denver for that game. And, you know, Denver seems like a cool city that uh, kind of Midwest, multiple climate type area where you could be in one part of the city or one part in the general region and it's snowing and cold. And, you know, just that would have been a fun vibe for November, right? But that's a game that they could easily lose. And week 11, and I think this is still a, a winnable game here is New Orleans comes to town week 11. They're 2-1, and one, but I don't think that's like a, an overwhelming 2-1 and one, the same way that Tampa Bay is 2-1 and one, and the Chargers are 2-1. and one. I think they could beat that New Orleans team. But again, Sean Payton's a good coach. We've seen Sean Payton win a lot of games against the Eagles in his career. You know, the Eagles did beat New Orleans in Philadelphia last year. Jalen Hurts first start as an Eagle. They have Jameis Winston coming to town as the new New Orleans starter. I don't know. That's a drop. That's a tough stretch. Let's see. These are what, what was it again? Eight games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't think they go one and nine. I'm not. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon that hard after that Dallas performance. I say, let's say they lose to the Chiefs, punt an L down, win Carolina. That's let's see. One and three, two and three. Bucks, two and four. Raiders, 
Oh man, I don't know. Let's say two and five. Lions, three and five. Chargers, ooh, three and six, I'll say. Denver, I'll say four and six. Saints, five and six. And that's probably a little off. Maybe it's not optimistic enough. Maybe it's too optimistic. They could be five and six after that stretch. Now, I would take that. And then you're left with, what is it, week 12? Got my uh, handy-dandy notebook. Shout out to Steve from Blues Clues. This, uh, I got this on T Public. It's a little design here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you can check this out. Make sure you subscribe to the BGN YouTube channel. The link to the feed will be in the podcast description. You can see me. I get dressed up. I try to put on a new outfit every time I do a video. I'm recording a podcast with Joe within the hour. I don't have to change my outfit for that. So week 12, you have the Giants. Let's say that's a win. W, 6-6. Six and six. Week 13, Jets win Seven and six. Week 14. Bye. Week 15, I believe, is Washington. That's a – let me see. Just make sure. Where is that game at? Week 15. That's at home. I'll give them a loss just to be reasonable. So that's seven and seven. Week 16, Giants. Say that's a win. So that's am I doing this right? I, I took ideas in mathematics. That was my college class. I took it in my fifth semester. Obviously, wasn't much of a science guy. Uh, I did my final paper. Coincidentally enough, this is in the fall of 2017. You gotta write about the final for the math class was to write a paper about anything, literally anything related to math. And I wrote about Daryl Morey and basketball analytics. And look at where he's at now. He's in Philadelphia. And I'm wearing my Sixers shirt. Look at that. So I think my math's right here. So that's week 16, the Giants in Philly. No, yeah, in Philly. So let's say that's a win. That's eight and seven. And week 17, they go down to Landover, Maryland to play the Washington football team. Um, let's say that's a win. They split Washington. Nine, seven, week 18, Cowboys say they either win or lose because that would leave them at 10 and 7 or 9 and 8. And if you want to be pessimistic, you could probably knock off one of these wins against Denver or New Orleans. And that still puts you in the 9 to 8 range. Maybe not as bad as I initially thought, but that's if they're coming out of that stretch the next eight weeks, five and six, I think that's about as, as good as you could hope for. I think it could be four and seven. I think it could unfortunately be three and eight too. But if they're if they're able to survive, tread water, and maybe Nick Sirianni gets together. He was he was a disaster, and I think he's problem number one with the Eagles right now. I know everything. Not every problem is the coach. I mean, just from an on field perspective, obviously there's roster construction problems, and that starts at the top with Howie Roseman. But from an on field perspective, the guys can agree. Jalen played great week one, okay week two, terrible week three. Time to work out the kinks. Maybe that's not the Chiefs game, but we'll see. Not impossible for them to still have a winning record, I don't think. And I, I didn't expect this podcast to go as optimistic as it has been, but it is what it is. And I don't know. 
What do you guys think? This podcast is even live. I'm asking what you guys think. Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm trying to keep my expectations low. And this wasn't an exercise to be like, oh, the season's still not over or anything. You can feel however you want to. If your expectations were low going into this year and you think the team might suck, you're fine rolling with that. Maybe it's a team that only wins five or six games. But they're able to get through this brutal stretch, this gauntlet of a stretch with any semblance of stability or looking good on either side of the ball, specifically offensively, because we've seen the defense play well two games, though they got absolutely thrashed against Dallas, specifically on the ground. I wish the schedule was more even. I wish we had some of these divisional games mixed in and it wasn't just you did all the terrible hard stuff first and by the end of the year, you're just like, okay, we could be three and eight and these are actually the winnable games. It reminds me of the Eagles in 2011, the Dream Team season. They went four and eight to start the year and they finished eight and eight. You're thinking, oh, they were probably in the mix until the end of the year. No, they weren't because they started off so poorly and the same could be said for this Eagles team where – this stretch is brutal, brutal, brutal. And even if they pick up some wins on the backside, it might not be enough because they could be too far out of the playoff picture before that even happens. Again, they're in one of the worst divisions in the league. Uh, I think Dallas is pretty good. It looks like I think you'd have to say they're division favorites right now. They are in first place. They beat the crap out of the Eagles. And we don't know what to make of Washington. I, I don't know. Is their defense still good? And there is still the Giants, too. I think that's that's – that's six wins right there for the other three teams in the division, right? But I don't know, man. Hopefully they uh, make Sunday entertaining. I don't know. I'm not expecting that. Again, I, I don't know what the line is right now on odds and end zones. We'll definitely talk about the line and stuff like that. I could be in a, see a situation where you take an alternate spread. Say the spread is like. Eight and a half, nine and a half. I'd take it at 12 and a half if I could alternate spread and get some better odds there. What do I know, though? That's probably it for me. (laughs) I will have more Eagles talk later today. This is a good one just to kind of go over the schedule and kind of vocalize our issues with the Dallas game and how Eagles don't have an identity right now offensively. And on a short week against Kansas City isn't really the time to figure that one out. But – We'll see. Yeah, that that loss stung. That loss stung. Probably, again, one of my worst as an Eagles fan for regular season only. For regular season only. But, yeah, we'll we'll wrap up here. We'll have odds and end zones later today. I'm probably going to drop this, or I should say our fantastic producer, Rachel, on Friday. Might have odds and end zones out later today. But listen to both. Again, subscribe. Leave a review, whatever, on your podcast platform of choice. And, of course, be sure to... Subscribe to the BGN YouTube channel. The link to the feed will be in this podcast description. That's it for me. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Sunday isn't a complete disaster for the Eagles. Maybe by God's grace or some anything in the world, if the Eagles win this game, I don't know what I'm doing. I was trying to think of a crazy bet I could do. I'm not going to dye my hair blonde or something like that. But we'll see. If I think of something, I'll tweet it out. So be sure to follow me on Twitter too, at Seamus underscore. Again, hopefully, hopefully, it's on a disaster this weekend. And I say to you all, as always, keep bleeding green. I am haunted by you. P-G-N.
Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 